They're bad. They're boys. And occasionally, they talk about running. Yes, it's the Bad Boy Running Podcast with your hosts, Jody Rainsford and David Heller. Come back. Baby, come back. Bye, 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 bye. Bye, 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 bye. I must admit I was a clone to be messing around. But that doesn't mean that you have to leave town. Come back. Bye, 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 bye. Wow, we're straight into it this week, guys. Bad Boy Running Podcast. If you don't know who we are, I'm sorry. We're not going to explain. This is going to be the have ul- to listen back. This is going to be the ultimate in joke. The whole, this yeah. whole, the whole premise of this is an in joke. If you haven't, if you don't know anything about Winter Nuts, you don't know anything about any of us. I suggest you go back a lot of episodes. Yeah, it's definitely worth listening to because we've been building up to this for because of Pete for about a year. Maybe longer. Uh, I don't know. I don't think it's a whole year. I think it's about. I think it's about seven months, actually, from the first first uh, time we had Pete on. And now you're now you're a returning guest for a third time. <laughs> <laughs> Am I here yet? Yeah. <laughs> I think you get to keep. <laughs> <laughs> you're here, Pete. You're here. Absolutely. You don't. You don't <laughs> this time. You don't even get an intro now. You're just. You're just like the the third presenter. On any... yeah. If you I'm could just excited. come, I'm on. really, I'm, I'm a bit disappointed you're not dead, though, Jody. I am. Um, I think I was there's a lot of people. There's a lot of people who are disappointed I'm not dead. Yeah. Just think, I could have a, be having a weekly Skype call with David. And... <laughs> oh well. What I like, what I like about that is the fact that the podcast would still press ahead, even even with a death hanging over, <laughs> <laughs> over nuts. We might, we might finally get some listeners. <laughs> <laughs> So how are you, Jamie? Well, for, for, for those of you that have just tuned in for the very first episode, which I find hard to believe this would be the one, Jody did nuts yesterday. So firstly, Jody, mate. Oh, man, you're clapping me. Thank you. Thank oh, you. my God, man. So much respect. Unbelievable respect. How are you feeling? Um, if I'm honest, I'm, I'm still feeling disappointed. Um <sighs> If I'm honest, I can't. I don't know. I, it just doesn't feel like I've completed it because I was going for well, four. Well, you haven't. <laughs> <laughs> what I like. There's a reason why. What I like about that is that Andy Parry waited just two hours after me finishing before he he brought that up and uh, <laughs> and called me a loser. Um, oh, mate, just so well. So, how are you feeling physically? I'm fine. My legs are a bit scratched and stuff, but I'm feeling fine today. As though I, f- I didn't finish the race properly. So, is have you changed? In is any? Have you had any epiphanies overnight since yesterday, or have you? Uh, in, 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 do you feel like? Well, I guess to the listener, you may have seen the results by now, but talk us through from your in your words how you saw the race unfold. So, um, it started off all right. Um, like the first lap was as expected. Uh, conditions were a little bit, little bit worse than I thought they were going to be. Because I, when I, um, mm. uh, when I went there like about a week and a bit before, 
the, uh... <laughs> <laughs> the now, now you now you're being upfront about it. You're allowed to say that. <laughs> yeah, um, it was. Yeah, it was. It, it was a little bit. It was a little bit better. But then you know that had some people had run on it the day before, hadn't they as well? Um, but the, yeah, yeah, the um, is it called Hell River or something? Um, yeah. Which is that little stretch of river that you could you could run through that a week a week before it, and there was it was you were wading through it like up to your waist. Uh, which yeah. you know, and I think you know that sort of thing made made a, made a bit of a difference. Um, but yeah, first lap felt absolutely fine. Um, went straight through into the second lap. Um, it was just it, I, I I was it was going fine, um, and then it just slowed down a bit. And I think with all the you know the extra mud, a few you know quite a lot of people, of course, quite a bit of waiting. Um, it just pushed pushed it down further and further as to, you know, and then I had to, you know, you know almost like sprint finish at that, um, at the end of the third lap and just didn't make it. So you didn't, you didn't feel there was a, a kind of turning point or it was just a, a gradual slowdown throughout the three laps, do you think? I don't know. I could, the thing is, um, I, I didn't feel like it was slowdown. I felt like my rate of exertion was exactly the same throughout. Mm. Um, I definitely felt a lot weaker um, in terms of upper body stuff on the third lap, yeah, um, you know, and I started making more mistakes and things like that. But in terms of exertion, pushing yourself, I, I, I felt pretty steady. Um, the one thing that I really struggled with was the lack of water. How there's like no water on the course apart from that one bit before the um, uh, Monty's Revenge. Yeah, Monty's Revenge. Yeah, I just I, I, and and I really suffered from that. And I didn't. The thing is, I didn't really think I, that I'd suffer from that. Um, but yeah, it's that weird situation where you're really wet, yet you're really thirsty. <laughs> yeah, I'd never thought of that before. Because um, I, I think there are water bottles elsewhere. I mean, there are definitely water bottles elsewhere on the course, but you just wouldn't have necessarily seen them. Were there? Yeah, I mean, but they, maybe they were just for the stewards, because yeah. I was constantly taking people's water bottles. Oh, anyway. I didn't really, if I'd have known that, I'd have grabbed you one. But... The, the gentleman with the, the gun and with the explosions, he had a whole crate and um, I think Tess had some. And, but yeah, it, I've never thought of it actually that it doesn't have that much water on it as a course. It's not something that really comes into play. No, that much no, it doesn't. And the thing is with the neoprene and stuff, I, I sweat loads in that. Um, mm. Yeah, so uh, so yeah, so that was a bit, th- but it just, you know, it's just a case of if, if, I, if I break it down. See, what I've done is I... I made I've, I've come up with a debrief list of everything that I think went wrong <laughs> and everything that I went well and thing, okay. things that I enjoyed and things that I didn't like and yeah. then things that I thought were a bit odd. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing that for? Because I'm clearly going to do it again, aren't I? <laughs> oh, so this is your learnings. Yeah, so I, I, these are my learnings um, of what, what, I, what I'm going to do next time when I, uh, when I attempt it. Ah, uh, so... I mean, that was going to be my, probably my last question. Like, are you going back? But it sounds like you already have decided. Yeah, absolutely. I think this, for all the, um, for all the like issues about the um, stuff on the course and the fact that it was busy and stuff like that, nothing really gets over the fact that I, I was probably uh, too, probably not in a better, good enough condition and probably too heavy. Um actually running around the course I just needed to be a lot more sort of running fit I think I, I think I focused a bit too much on trying to you know um, 
work on strength and stuff like that. And actually, I didn't need to. What I needed to do, I just be a bit more, bit more um, uh, conditioned in terms of in terms of running. Because um, I think those are the bits that I'd have made up. I mean, even you know that bit where you go up with the um, sandbag carry and all that. If I could yeah. have, if I could have run those bits a bit better, even I mean. I'm saying that, and even though it was, you know, some of it was like walking, but if I could have run those a bit better and run the open running things a bit better, it would have just given me. I could have made minutes up on that. Um, yeah. Generally, I. It was weird. I didn't. I didn't feel as though. Um, I felt like I got. I could have gone out for another lap. That's the thing. That's it. And so it makes me feel that I was. I'm almost. I wasn't holding back, but I just. I didn't push it enough. But I didn't feel I could push it. Push it harder. If that yeah. makes sense. So towards the end of that third one, you looked properly broken and you sounded properly broken. Like I've, I've been through all the footage today and and um, just kind of hearing your voice and you like every, uh, you know, words are slurring a little bit. And I don't think it was through coldness. I think you were just completely exhausted. And I think in your head, you probably just would have plodded on just because you had been plodding on for six hours. But um uh, yeah, I, 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 you were not full of energy by that point. Really? Do they, do, <laughs> no, do you know what? were in a terrible state. Um, but to be fair, actually going back, you say, oh, yeah, um, you just started getting slower. It wasn't that bad. You were, you, were, yeah. you were one hour 50 on the first lap. You were two hours on the second lap. And that last lap was two hours 10. So losing yeah. 10 minutes a lap, that's brilliant. Like yeah. lots of people will start out going a lot faster and lose about you know, 40, 50 minutes on the last lap, on this third yeah. lap or whatever. So, so um, yeah, I think um, your, your actual consistency of pace, as much as you looked absolutely brutalized and you were bumbling around a lot more. I know, the, in, I know, I was definitely making mistakes. I didn't feel, I didn't feel that bad though when I, on that last lap. Um, mm. I, I was like properly losing strength. I had that horrible situation and it was mainly horrible because I knew the camera was on me of trying to crawl up the, uh, one of those pipes and getting oh, halfway, and then just yeah. like having no strength whatsoever, and then just letting out the most pathetic help. I don't know who was going to help. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know who was going to help me in that situation uh, <laughs> at all. But then, the best but, thing about that is, so I was, uh, again watching it today, and this guy comes behind, looks up your pipe, sees you, that you're there, not moving. And then walks off to the next pipe. He doesn't push you. <laughs> you he just kind of sees you stranded in there and walks onto the next pipe. No, but then, but then, yeah, but then you sort of find a bit of strength and stuff, and it and it and it just carries on. So I, I felt it, it didn't feel feel like I slowed down much. The thing is, we, we were banking on one hour forty, um, like worst case scenario for the first lap. Yeah, and it was longer than that. And so yeah, and it, that, that that was like the issue. Um, but yeah, generally, I you know I I thought it was um, the the one thing that I that I, that I missed about it was the fact that I thought it was going to be um, I would have liked to have not been under so much pressure and then enjoyed the course a bit more and like seeing people on the course and stuff like that rather than having to push the whole time. So I thought you know as long as if I get to lap four, then you know. We can sort of bump. I might do, you know, a three-hour lap or something on lap four, and just you know go around and um, and it wasn't like that. It was just a case of, uh, you know, just trying to push as hard as can. Um, but there were, yeah, there were a couple of things that, um, like, this is why I put what went wrong. Okay, not enough water on the course. I was too heavy going uh, mainly, you know, lugging through all the mud and stuff. 
Um, I ran out of upper body strength on lap three. Uh, some of the queuing um, didn't help in that first one, especially going up through those tyres, which whatever that's called. Yeah. yeah. Um, not pushing enough through the non-four lappers. I mean, like Lee and um, you know other people, they were like pretty much tearing people off the nets in order to get up. I was, I was just being far <laughs> too polite. My shin guards kept falling down, which was a bit annoying. That tyre carry at the water traverse was just... Was awful. The tire carried and the, like the penalties at other places. It was that long, tire, wasn't it? That tire carry was really long, and I think yeah. Do you know what, Jody? I think you fucked up there because that that road traverse. Had you tried it before? Yeah, I had because, tried it. I tried... people were just whizzing across that, and it was just seemed like so much of a better option. Yeah, I tried. The thing is, I tried it on the first lap, um, and I tried it before. But I tried it on the first lap, and I, I got about a meter and a half, and then went in the water. And so then... was this as an over or an under technique? Were you on it top was an of the over technique? Oh, okay. My under technique's worse than my over technique. And then I ended up swimming, yeah. so you end up wet and doing a tyre carry, which mm. was pretty awful. Yeah, so I felt, I felt dreadful through that. And then, um, yeah, and then so it just like the, like the conditions were awful, you know, a little bit, little bit worse. And I so think added to the time. And so really, you know, it, it just it basically comes down to the fact that I hadn't, I needed to have done more running. Um, and I needed to be in uh, like better running condition, which is which is strange because that's like the thing that I least focused on uh, in the build up to this because I thought you know some of, you know I needed a bit more upper body strength when, and I suppose I did need that because I, I didn't you know I, I, and and for the technique and stuff like that. So the question well, no, is, I think your technique was pretty good. Well, that's the thing, you know, I, I don't need, I only had a couple of sessions with Michael and he's so good that the um, that technique. That I learned, you know, that probably the reason that I probably did, you know, okay-ish and got so close to the cutoff was the fact that that technique, you know, helped me sort of like whiz over that area because, you know, he's a, he's a good so you... tutor in that respect. So what? So like, so from your point of view, because <laughs> I noticed there was right. So the, one of the most difficult challenges of nuts, um, which Andy Powell will know, is actually trying to do it with a, like a film crew, like stood there. I don't. I'm not sure whether his film crew was as abusive for the first two <laughs> for the first two laps as my one, but there, there was a huge amount of abuse coming. But when we got to that technical area, the abuse suddenly stopped as soon as I, <laughs> as soon as the, the abuse suddenly stopped, as though you all went quiet and you all sort of went, "Wait a minute, What's that? <laughs> wait a minute, we've we've been lied to." Was that did that does that accord with your experience? Hundred <laughs> percent. We looked at each other, didn't we, Pete? Yeah. And it was sliding the first... down the pole. It was like, yeah, mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was too good. Some uh, JD for the listeners. JD was swearing that he'd done practically no preparation. Typical do batter, you know, tilt yourself down and then pull out a stormer. So we then got to the first area of obstacles where there's quite a few. They're not necessarily heavily technical obstacles, but there's definitely a right way and a wrong yeah. way, a wrong way, a fast way and a slow way. And the fact that you almost mirror imaged Michael, <laughs> <laughs> it was as if Michael was doing it all. And you put your legs on the pole, you slid down and went, whoa, the control on that was ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you I, I, must be looking. Had you had you set up as well for Jenny to pretend to try and tell you how to do each of the things because she was explaining the <laughs> yeah. pole to you, then she explained the rope swing to you, and then you were just perfect each time. Was she your cover? Were we going to do this thing where I was supposed to go through 
like the first lap, bumbling around, pretending that I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> but we just didn't have time to do that. So I was going to pretend. So you're like going, oh, he's mastering it as he's going round. And then by like the third <laughs> lap, you go, wow, he, he's just, his experience has meant that he's, <laughs> he's amazingly become like technically adept on it. But, but the thing is, the, like, the interesting thing, it goes to show actually that like that technical stuff, which is the stuff that I was most worried about, wasn't actually the stuff that I had to worry about in the end. Um, yeah. It was the, you know, it was the, it was, it was more of like the, um, um, it's the, Right, the one thing that it's taught me is that there's, and I think I said this after the thing, is that there's no real way of training for obstacle courses unless you do obstacle course racing. Yeah. And it's just there isn't. Because I've tried lots of things in place of it, and nothing even comes close to, to mirroring having to do, like, obstacle after obstacle after obstacle after, you know, about four hours of doing obstacles and having to keep doing it. There's just, <laughs> there, well, there's nothing, you know, nothing, nothing yeah. does it. Yeah. yeah, completely, and especially right, as. Oh, go ahead, go ahead, Happy. Oh, no, I was just. I, I think that nuts is quite unique for that as well. Um, you know, I think you know the majority of obstacle races, your running training is so much more important, and you know, just um, you know, working on your grip strength is important because that means that you'll be able to do that set of monkey bars and that set of rings. But what you did at nuts is completely different to every other obstacle race. Yeah. It's that just like every single part of your body is being tested a tiny little amount every few seconds. And, and that's, uh, yeah, you can't prepare for nuts. I don't think you can. Um, but it's, it's unique in that. Yeah, yeah, completely. But I've, I've got to say, when you came off that first obstacle, you had that look of, you, you just won the FA Cup. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that look of that shut you up, hasn't it, boys? It was like it was like in uh, Happy Gilmore when he suddenly puts and he goes, "Uh oh, Happy can putt!" And we all thought, "Oh shit, it is on, it is on." Yeah. Did you did you, did you at what point do you think you felt you were losing it? Um, there got to a point where. Do you know what? It's when we, it was that it was the third time when going round the um, the tire carry at the at the, the the water yeah. traverse thing, yeah. where Lee was starting to push like further and further ahead, and I was just thinking, oh, he's, yeah. I'm, I'm clearly slowing down because his pace his pace was pretty steady, and I was slowing down. Um, I, I still didn't think I was that far off the pace at all. I still thought, you know, I, it, so in my mind, I I thought I was gonna I was gonna do it. I didn't. We I didn't had think. at that point we had you down as two minutes under pace, um, we, because at that point we we saw it as a forty minute. Oh no, no, two minutes over pace. Yeah, we saw it as a forty minute yeah. journey from there based on the other laps, and you had forty two minutes to do it. Right. Yeah. But you would just slow down at that point, so you lost that two minutes more. So. Yeah, all that thing is, I don't, I didn't have a watch or anything, so I was relying on Lee. I suppose Lee's not going to tell me um, that we're down, we're slow. If there's an opportunity of making it back, um, so yeah, I, I think Lee, I think he generally thought you were ten minutes ahead of time, and the, the trouble is, it's very hard to estimate how far from the finish you are because there's so many sections that you don't remember them all, and even if you do trying to then estimate how long that actually took you last time is really tricky yeah yeah that's it that's the main thing i keep forgetting what's next 
And so yeah. the running thing, not that you can hold anything back or, or do anything, but you just keep forgetting, you think, okay, well, next we're going to get to the water. And you're like, oh, actually, no, we've got the tunnels first, um, which are the weirdest things ever, going through those tunnels. I don't know what the, like, the technique is for those, but yeah, <laughs> and there's, just, there's just loads of, yeah, I, it's, um, it's like you say, it's like, it's like relentless, but you just, there's so many obstacles, you can't, um, I don't, I don't know how much of a difference it would have made, actually, if you knew what all the obstacles are. Because the thing is, there's other conditions, like having people you know, climbing up the net with you and you can't flip over the net because they're all around you. And so it slows you down a little bit. And so you, yeah. it's like you have to, you have to manage like, so many different things. It's, it's all fine and well going around the you know, course of uh, a lap of nuts when there's no one there. But you've got to be doing that pretty quickly when you then have to build all the people. The thing that amazed me... Was like the amount of people um, who um, clearly were like one or one or two lappers, but their sh- their footwear. There were some people like in gym shoes. I was yeah. just like, "What are you wearing?" They could barely stand up. It was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> we do get a lot of people who just come out in a, a group of friends for stag or just as we've never. We're not runners. We're not obstacle racers. This looks like quite fun to do. Yeah, and I mean it's. People are destroyed on one lap halfway around. Yeah. You see, this is what worries me about Winter Nuts. Um, and as much as I love Winter Nuts from a challenge point of view, I worry about the thousands of people who go along there thinking that they're going to have like a, you know, a fun obstacle racing experience because it can be miserable. If you haven't got wearing, if you're not wearing the right clothes and you're not wearing the right yeah. shoes, you're going to be freezing your ass off for over two hours. And you can have a bad time. So I hope that yeah. doesn't put people off nuts because they would have a completely different experience were they were they to do it in the summertime. Um, yeah. yeah, absolutely. And even like the slide is amazing, but it's horrific in the winter because it's so cold <laughs> when you hit the bottom. And you've, you've, you know you've got water coming up and you've been dry for a little bit of time by then. The weird, the weird thing about the slide is just it's the speed of it. It's just so far. It's just much, much faster than you think. And then you're, you're absolutely <laughs> petrified. It's not really the coldness of the water when you go in. It's, it's just how, how close that wall seems to you when you hit the bottom <laughs> of the side. You're just thinking, there's no way this water's going to stop me from hitting the side of that. I suppose it gets you over there quicker. But, but yeah, it is funny. And then you've got to climb up the little net in order to get out, which is a bit of a, another bit of a kick in the teeth. But um, Yeah. Yeah. The, I, you... It surprises you by how much you can actually do and how much you can put up with for um, a certain amount of time uh, in terms of like getting in and out of the water, in and out of the water. Um, and like little things like getting mud in your eye and stuff, which I hadn't even thought about. I mean, my eyes, last night, my eyes were, were like really puffy because there was like this mud underneath like the eyelids and stuff and they're really, really hurting. And you just don't think about like, well, how do I wipe the mud off? Because I don't have any anything that's not muddy on me. So that's when yeah. that's when the film roving film crew are very useful. <laughs> <laughs> and to do it with your shoelaces as well when they come undone. <laughs> but then things like, you know, um the kit, my kit worked perfectly well. I didn't feel cold yeah. at any point on that on the course, like with the neoprene and the suggestions people were um and the food and stuff I had worked well. Um my shoes were amazing, which I'm so we, glad. What shoes were they? What did you have? Um, I bought a pair of um, mug claws um, oh. about two days before the race and wore them for the first time because um, yeah. I had um, I had some like salamons, which which worked okay, but it was it was so much muddy, and I'm so glad I made that decision. 
Um, there's not the mud claws are the absolutely the best thing for that. They're, yeah. inc- they're incredible. I mean, I, I just I think they you know they 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 made a massive difference. Um, yeah, so you know there, there's lots of things that did work well, um, which which I do again. Um, so what we didn't tell you at the time um, that I've had not confirmed from well, just hearsay really. They did say at the beginning. So that, that for the listeners that haven't seen the video yet. Um, there's a six-hour cutoff, and Jody came through at six and forty-one seconds. Now, apparently, at the beginning, because there's quite a lot of people starting off together, and they don't want to have too much of a bunching at the the first big set of obstacles, they were setting people off in semi waves, and they had said that it wasn't an exact two o'clock cutoff, as long as you were there approximately at the time. That was going to be okay. Um, but then it just seemed that one of the stewards who was there at two o'clock then said, no, that's it. That started shouting it and everyone else just followed. So I, th- I think if Wayne had been there or if um, you know one of the other senior stewards had been there, you'd have probably been allowed through. Yeah. So really, well- really harsh. Yeah, it's, it, it is harsh if they if they, if they were saying that that you know there was going to be a bit of leeway there, but in the same respect, you were in the first wave to go off. Um, so you know it, it would definitely be unfair if you were set off a minute later or two minutes later. Yeah. Um, but I, I actually, I, I don't know what the exact time was the set off was, but um, if it was bang on eight, I suppose you couldn't argue it. But um, yeah, I don't know tricky enough the th- fact is i mean and you know i missed it by 50 seconds but i knew that i needed to get there for two o'clock and i didn't so there's no yeah there's no there's no excuse for that i mean i can i could you can blame any sit- set of situations or something for for that but fundamentally I, you know i wasn't i wasn't quick enough um and I, you know I, I, t- I needed i just needed to be quicker i t- do you know what? I, it's so gutting because so from the, the, the point where you described there, back at the, um, the water section where you did the tyre carry, and me and David had this conversation to, to camera where we were saying, look, it's 40 minutes to go. We think it's 40 minutes to go. He's got 42 minutes. And then we were like, we don't think he's going to make it. Then in, in the bits to camera we did after that, we were like, nah, it's not happening. He's really slowed down. He's definitely not going to make this. And then it got to the point where coming um just over those bit two big a-frame cargo nets and going over the logs there um we said to lee sorry lee you're gonna have to get away now yeah. because you're gonna have to if you want to yeah. make the cutoff you're gonna have to leave jody behind and he was like do i do i 100 percent need to leave him behind and we were like yes yeah leave him behind otherwise you're not going to make it so he got away and at that point we thought okay yeah. jody's just gonna carry on but you didn't you chased him down like yeah. you were you picked up your pace as much as lee did pretty much and, yeah. um, you know, your gap between, you know, the gap between you and Lee, it didn't really grow. Somehow you, you got that extra bit of energy and, and just kind of carried on staying on his heels. And, and um, uh, yeah, it was incredible that we'd written you off so, so much. But then all of a sudden you'd, you'd kind of found uh, you you just an incredible turnaround. And you just so, so nearly made it. It's devastating. If the camera hadn't have been on me, I would have cried. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I sense I, that. I, I, you did. You did. You did out. sense that, didn't you? You yeah. sense that was going to happen. So, yeah. To be honest, though, Jody, like, so, uh, I'm so currently as we're making uh, this this here, I'm 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 nearly finished the video, and um, so I, it's all in place. All of the section is in place, 
And that end section, I honestly, just even thinking about it now is making me well up. But I, <laughs> honestly, it really, really makes me well up. The end section is just ridiculous. It's it's devastating. Um, so, yeah, like, I just, I've never seen anyone look, well, no, I probably have, but you just looked so sad. <laughs> oh, Jay. I there, and David just comes in and gives you a hug, and it's just, oh, man, I'm just, <laughs> it's too much, it's too much. <laughs> it must have, it must have been upsetting for some people, like, for Andy to not, immediately abuse me afterwards to troll me afterwards then it you know it must i must have been in a in a sad state but um but yeah i well the thing like the fact is i you know i clearly didn't push hard enough and that's that's it i should never got to a situation where i have to like run it down um to get to make up you know um times you know for it to be like what do you say 41 seconds in the end yeah Yeah. so you know there's there are plenty of opportunity on the course to to do it so you know the, the the concern is that next year they add a load more um, obstacles um, because I think with the obstacles they had this year, it, the you know they could have added you know like ten minutes onto the onto the the course. Um, yeah. You know with the with, I mean and I did I did get a little bit of help. You know I mean like Lee was incredible. Lee was amazing. Yeah. Lee and um, and Jenny and yeah. uh, you know they almost like tag team sort of helped me around um, on some things, especially with the with the rope climb and uh, and. Uh, was it Monty's Revenge on that? <laughs> that was <laughs> the last time through that. It was hilarious. <laughs> so if you, if you haven't seen the course listeners, Monty's Revenge is a... In fact, what, what would you describe it as, Pete? You probably know the best terminology. Uh, a bastard. Say, a, an absolute a, it bastard. Was, it was, it's a, I'd say it's a series of slightly lower Irish tables. Um, they're kind of, yeah, it's kind of like a series of Irish tables, but they're relatively low as an Irish table goes. But like 20 of them. I'd so if you imagine something at chest height, a bar at chest height that you have to get over, and then there's just repeated ones of those, probably ten of them in a row, and JD did, I mean, I got, he just didn't know what to do. I, I was actually, You're good in the first two laps. Yeah, first two laps are actually fine. I got like halfway through on the third lap, and I'm like, I just, I just didn't have like the upper body strength anymore. So that's when my valet comes in. <laughs> stand on me, stand on me. So... So I was pretty much stepping over Lee for each one. <laughs> so Lee was on all fours for every single one, and JD was stepping on his back, and then just almost flopping over the bar. <laughs> and the fact you were wearing mug claws as well, some of the pointiest, most <laughs> yeah. aggressive souls, other than spikes. No, no. And then, and then did you did you see the the rope climb as well? Yeah. <laughs> So the, there was a section in the, on the race where you had to reach a, a blue line on a, a rope, and uh, <laughs> it was a little bit low and hardy. <laughs> that's a ridiculous. That's a ridiculous thing to have at that stage, though. A rope climb. That, that's that's crazy. I do The um, I had that situation there where um, like Miranda said, "Oh, would you like a would you like a donut?" And I'm like, "Oh yeah, that'd be great." I was saying. And it must have been like the driest donut I had. And I put it in my mouth and any like remnants of moisture that I had were like instantly sucked out of it. And I had to spit it out. It was, uh, it was there. Yeah, it was good. It was good. So, so I wrote down the, the things that I enjoyed about the race as well. Yeah. And the things that I didn't enjoy. So the thing I enjoyed about the race was the atmosphere. That's good. 
Yeah, it was really good. Everyone yeah. was like really friendly. Well, 99.9% of people were really friendly. And I Bob think... Musk, me and David. <laughs> no, 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 yeah. We'll, we'll yeah. talk about that in a second. But um, <laughs> I don't... Right, so I was trying to like make comparisons with like ultras and the sort yeah. of races that I do. And I don't honestly think that you would find in most like ultra racing stuff, like where people who are elite would be like as happily mixing with people who aren't, like there being such a like community type thing. Because I think there's a lot of like dicks in ultra running. Yeah. Um, and, you know, and, you know, I think, I don't think there's many um, like elite ultra runners that we'd even want on the podcast because they wouldn't be very interesting and they wouldn't be very fun people to have. Yeah. Whereas I don't yeah. think you can say the same about, you know, from the type, my only experience of this, I don't think you can say that about OCR. Would you say yeah. that that's a, 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 a fair characterization? Yeah. 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 People are, I think people are really, really, really friendly, really lovely. Um, I think that's been the loveliest thing about the community that um, as it's, as it's kind of flourished over the last however many years um, is that it's always, it's always been about like being really supportive to one each other and just having fun. And, um, and it's something that we've, yeah, as musical, we kind of really push on as well. Like don't think we really take much seriously and try not to get angry about too much stuff. Generally. Yeah, so, so I think, I think that's something that like I've learned from this, that I properly understand like the OCR community, like, well, not even properly understand, but I have an insight into, into that and why everyone's like, so lovely. The people in that technical area, I don't know, whether they employed like comedians or something, but they were fucking <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> I don't know. In, in what way? I don't know. It was just like everything they were saying was hilarious. And it was just like, it was literally like every few seconds there was some like jibe at some like I don't know, there was a guy standing in the middle and as people were going on, he'd be like, I'm making a joke at you, at you, you're not doing well, this like it was just like sort of like a, an amateur stand-up night or something. It was it was incredible. Um, well, I think what's quite nice about the fact there's so many obstacles means there are so many marshals on the yeah, course. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And because the way the marshalling typically works is, if you marshal one day, you can race another for free. And so it means the marshals, a lot of races, um, ultras, they'll be a friend of a local running club. Or a, run, or a friend of the organiser, whereas actually obstacle racing, they're nearly all obstacle racers on the course, which means for one, they understand it, yeah. but for two, they know nearly everyone there, and so they will rip the shit out of you. <laughs> <laughs> and they're, they're, look, you'll look forward to that each lap. But no, the thing, right, so the thing is, like, the, yeah, I mean, all the marshals, like, incredible. To, to be able to have to, like, stand around in those conditions, um, and, and you <sighs> can totally understand why there's a cutoff. Um, because having to stand in like those the conditions yesterday were yeah. were horrible, but mm. because actually even when you were running, I you know even though the weather went through every single uh, like climate and uh, like weather yeah. system, um, you didn't really notice because your your mind like I think you like you said this before Pete that you're you're so focused on doing the obstacle in front of you you don't really you know notice the other stuff around you, um, mm. but but I have to have to sit in that. And like pay attention to whether someone's falling off an obstacle and breaking their neck or something. But you know all the food that the marshals had on the way around? There was a lot of jelly babies and stuff that I can't eat. That's the but thing. But the cakes and things, they just bring in. Oh, they yeah, made them there, themselves. Yeah, there was a few cakes and stuff that I had. It's just, incredible. It's just water. That's all I wanted. 
<laughs> just water, please. But if you think a, a lot of ultras, you'll get pit stops where yeah. there are provisions there that are intentionally put on, whereas people will just go and bake cakes mm. to give out because they know it will make people happy. It's really, really cute. If you if you ever run a Centurion Ultra, they've got yeah. the best um, uh, like food stops. Like they did, like yeah, you know, like when we ran the South Downs Way One Hundred. Where, yeah, they, where yeah. they compete against each other. It's almost like a, like a baking competition. Uh, they're competing against each other. That's, that's, what you, that's what you want in a race. When the, when, <laughs> like, when the people are competing to, you know, you're like, I remember I had pumpkin baba ganoush at mile 23. <laughs> <laughs> but actually, I was saying to Pete on the way around about the, the 100 miler, that I thought you were in a far dark, you, you, you came across as if you're in a far darker place and nuts than you were at any point in that 100 miler. I look terrible when I'm running. That's the thing. I mean, I, when I'd like, I remember finishing uh, my second London Marathon and some old lady coming up to me and going, are you okay? Because I, for some reason, my skin sort of goes blue and my eyes go really hollowed out and stuff, but I don't feel as bad as I look. I don't know. I just, but, I look. But even I look your, your lack of response, because they, I wouldn't say he was really engaging with, with his was he, Pete, from maybe halfway right. through lap two. No, no, no. Yeah, well, let's go on to the, about the things I didn't like. About <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 the things that I did, the things, the other things I liked was the amount of swearing on the course, which was which was incredible because it was coming at you from like because the, because the course goes round, you know, different bits, and so you pass through like past like um, like Monty's Revenge and stuff like that, um, and uh, yeah, so you'd hear like like a fuck you buddy from somewhere. And you wouldn't know where, and then like someone else would shout something. So that was that was pretty impressive. Um, and the, <laughs> yeah, the good number do matters. There were a good number of do matters as well. The course itself, I thought, is is it is actually really good because it has the right amount of um, like the right amount of technicality, the right amount of sort of slogging it through, and you seem to go into into the water at the right bits. Like when you yeah. actually think, oh, I actually, it'd be good to go into the water now because you're getting a bit too hot. Yeah. So. And also, just before the transition, so you get really cold, but you're going in to get food and drink. Yeah, well, I didn't have much time in the transition, to be honest, apart from when I, apart well, from when we I got But well, we thought that might have partly been a mistake, actually, because the first one through, the first transition, you didn't have anything at all, did you? Well, I had nothing um, to eat. I had, uh, I had a Lucasade Sport. I wasn't, I wasn't, I was fine. I wasn't hungry or anything. That's... Yeah, but I, I, I maybe. I think it would have been helpful for you to have taken fuel in anyway, because even if you didn't feel hungry, having four hours without any energy, that's a huge amount of time. You wouldn't do that on an ultra or on a marathon, mm. and you're not working as hard. Um, I was fine. I was absolutely fine. It was it was it was all water that was the issue. Um, yeah. When I came in, when I came in for the the second one, I knew I was going to have some some pasta and again some like electrolytes, um, and that was enough. I did. I didn't feel. As though that was really an issue. Um, yeah, it was just it was the hydration situation that I just I didn't really take into account. I think if I did it again, I'd have people on the course with with water. Yeah, uh, see, this, this is why I'm a bit confused actually. Um, uh, there's normally a um, a drink station. Do you, did, did you notice the birds of prey thing? Um, as you're coming back in from the woodland after you've done the sand carry. Um, normally, as you come back towards the caravan park where the birds of prey thing is, yeah, there's normally a water stop there. Lee was explicitly said that Mike has said there was one there, and there was Michael said one there, but there, there wasn't. Yeah. And no, so, no, so that's, that's, that's bad, really. So yeah, um, 
so yeah, so the the course itself, I think I think you know is is a good course because it just it. I don't know whether that's intentional or or something, but it felt like we went in the water when you almost like needed to cool down. Um, so it was good in that respect. Um, and you videoing me on that on a couple of those things was good in respect of when I got back home, um, my daughter Frida was so excited that she seen me in a video. Uh, <laughs> she made she made me cry again. So that was that Aww. was good as well. She asked me if I'd won, and I said no. And she goes, "It doesn't matter, Daddy, as long as you had fun and took part." Oh, <laughs> how, how, how old's Frida? She's fine. Oh, that's so cute. Well, unfortunately, my phone died after the first lap. Oh really? Oh, okay. Okay. Because I'd left it. You you went through transitions so quickly that we then had to dash to get you. So my phone was left on, uh, on the side, just recording. I think. So um, it's a shame. <laughs> the intention was I was going to be showing you each lap on different sections, um, but we had the the fat James, who's the fan of nuclear races, was watching. <laughs> I could see he suddenly popped up. Oh yeah, so. no, I hear that. Yeah, you're saying it. The um, the thing is, the day before we um, before I did the race, we watched uh, we watched Andy Parry again uh, go round. Yeah. Um, so Libby could see her, and Frida watched it again, and then she she's she get, she's given her own advice about how to do an obstacle course race. And she was going, Daddy, don't focus on the mud. Just think about doing the obstacle. <laughs> that was her advice. Like, that's not bad Good advice. advice. Good advice. Yeah, that's it is. It. Absolutely. Right, okay. So but, let's think about the things I didn't like. Okay. Is this quite a long list? No, it's not quite a long list. It's, it's a short list. It's quite a short okay. list, but there's some really... So, like, I've already talked about the amount of people in gym shoes. That I didn't like that about the race. Um <laughs> The one thing, yeah, I didn't like, like, was, and this is this is my fault um, because I wasn't quick enough. Was the fact that there wasn't enough time to sort of enjoy it. You know, I'd like to, I would, I'd like to have gone around with and it be a bit more comfortable, um, yeah. so I could have like enjoyed it on the on the course and stuff. And it wasn't. It was just it was a push. Um, but you, you got to remember, you know, four laps is is rare. It's it's not the chosen option of most. So most people just do one lap. Or two laps, even three laps is quite rare. So actually, going for the four laps is um, not most people's experience of nuts. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> you can continue. <laughs> I don't know how to process it's that. Also, it's not it's not typical of obstacle racing either. You know, it's yeah. not what most people's experience is. You know, when you when you look at going all of these obstacle racings, you do have so much fun. Like yeah. the groups yeah. that we we have going around together, and you're messing around and stuff. It's brilliant. Um, but in a in the harshest winter race, it's just you don't you're <laughs> you're not having a good time. Well, no, you have to make that decision. You're, you're, you know, you're facing a massive challenge, and I'm like, okay, having... so, so I'm going against time. So I'm thinking, do I help this person up or do I stand on them? Um, sorry, <laughs> I've got to stand on you. I need to make the cutoff. Well, they having said that, we were going round, and suddenly on lap three, Lee appears dressed as a lobster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a no great time. I know, and that's it, and that's it, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, and, and, and even those guys going around in suits, I mean, they, that was fun. And you could see that they clearly had regretted dressing up in suits. <laughs> I, I, I said to you, didn't I? I was like, they're not going to do more than one lap, but fair play. I definitely saw them on the second lap. Yeah, yeah, they were yeah. intending to do all four. I, I don't know how far they got, but mm. I mean, they looked great, but that was cumbersome. I, mean, I don't think I, I don't think I saw like anyone like properly struggling. Though. I thought everyone was having fun, like going you know going through it people were like genuinely enjoying themselves i wouldn't you know 
you'd think that everyone would be slogging and like miserable and heads down and stuff, but but they weren't. I don't think. Were they? <laughs> Maybe this is me. Like, been, okay. So right. So this was this was the main issue. Um, two two the first two laps of abuse. That was <laughs> that that was quite difficult to handle. Uh, and Did you hear it, it all? Some, of course I heard every little bit of it. This, <laughs> and the, bu- the abuse wasn't even direct. The abuse was, um, so you're running, and then someone next to you is going, Jody's come out on his second lap, and he's not taken anything in transition. Is this going to be a mistake that ruins his whole race? <laughs> <laughs> I intentionally said it to put the doubt in your mind. <laughs> That was a bit cruel. Pete, when, when, you, when you're doing the MDS, we're going to be driving next to you in a Jeep. <laughs> Is Pete going to fail at this stage, at the next level? No. Pete decided not to tape his feet. Schoolboy error. <laughs> and, I mean, did that play with your mind at all, or was it just pissing you off? Well, actually, the f- I, I would honestly say that probably about um, a lap and a half, uh, I was furious. Um, I I, I don't know if I showed that at all I don't think I did yeah you did you did yeah really I just yeah the um... (laughs) (laughs) The, the, your transition on your your second transition when David's trying to interview you you were just so grumpy (laughs) and he's like he's like so so tell me tell me how difficult it is now on a scale of one to ten you're like well, I haven't done it yet, have I? <laughs> you were just so I was, I was like furious at you. I was just like, I don't really understand why you're try, why you're actually trying to scupper it while I'm doing it. I thought, I thought if I turned up, that would be enough, wouldn't I? I turned up, like at least that, now you can start encouraging. Um, oh come on, you didn't end. expect that. Nah, come on, you no, shouldn't. It all went, it all went very quiet on the third lap. I have to say though, it's either I don't yeah. know whether you couldn't be asked to come out anymore or. The thing that really confused me was how quickly you got between obstacles. So, like, this was me, like, not <laughs> not understanding. Like, I'd go, I'd, I'd go into something. You'd be standing there, and I'd come round. I think I've gone eight, you know, miles and stuff. Thinking, oh, at least it's a bit quiet now. And you'd, be, you'd be there again. I'm like, what? How did, how did they get there? <laughs> and then you go over, the course so yeah, well. exactly. You go over something else, and like, and the fact that you were like you were running while holding all your equipment and stuff. Um, yeah, it was just like how how are they in all these places at once? But it was like some sort of mind games. There's loads of people dressed up as Pete and Hellard, just in different places, like handing out abuse and doing fake news reports. The thing so, is, the, I mean, the third lap, it it stopped being funny for us. I'd say. Well, I don't know. These was the thing. So I thought that I thought we started getting really nice in the third lap, but we're really not for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> you come out of Hell River, and we and, and that's when we're interviewing Andy. And Andy's like, <laughs> I'm, I'm spoiling it for you, Jody, because you haven't seen it yet. But Andy's like, yeah, I want him to fail. <laughs> like, yes, Andy wants him to fail. And then you come through into the uh, the obstacle section with the net and you, you you fall into the water going into the net. And then you, you tie your shoelaces up and then you fall into the water going underneath the barbed wire. And we're just taking the piss out of you the whole time. But at that point, like watching the video... You're in a terrible state. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, no, this is really embarrassing. Everyone else can now see what a terrible state you're in. And we're just taking the picture. <laughs> so we took a while to really catch up. We, we took a while to kind of transition from I being completely I didn't feel bad there at all. Sensitive. But we did. By the time we saw you next, by the time you'd kind of done the woodland section, you came back in. 
we were nothing but supportive of you and we were like oh actually this th- we really want him to do this now this is yeah. really really shit and we like we completely flipped and changed to being oh come on jody you can do it we love you jody so uh, so so fearing that you might look like complete knobheads on uh, <laughs> on camera you you then decided to to switch tactic. Yeah, it was a PR move. Yeah, exactly. We I know. That's very good. Yeah, when <laughs> I, that's what I was thinking. I was thinking, okay, so I've, I've done all the things like technically stuff like, oh, oh, I've got into the water here, so that's clearly making the cut. And then I fell <laughs> over. And I'm like, that's clearly making the cut. I just the thing is, I was editing in my own mind. I'm like, I know this is a bit. And that bit, I wasn't feeling too bad at all. I was feeling like tired, like. But I, I remember like going um, going under the uh, the barbed wire at that point, the fake barbed wire at that point, thinking, "Oh yeah, I'm all, I'm feeling all right." Um, oh, they're all laughing with me now. They're not they're not la- they're not laughing at me. Are we are we all friends again? You looked uh, a little bit like a child who wasn't allowed his sweets. You know when they throw a strop. You looked a little bit like that at times. You're did just I, fed I up with everything. I didn't. I didn't really feel it. I didn't feel it. I don't, the thing is, I look different from how I feel. I was at points. I was furious at you, um, but then me and Lee, <laughs> but me and Lee then just made jokes at your expense uh, on our own, and it was it was all fine. See, I hadn't realised you were actually angry with me. I thought you would expect me to be like that, and um, and you just would think it was part and parcel of the course. Um. I had so the thing is what you what you don't know is that um, I've had intelligence um, uh, at various points from people. So after you you said that um, you know it's all lower body strength, I had a lot of people uh, both emailing and Facebook messaging me, um, telling me that you're full of shit and uh, not to listen to anything that you say. And um, and uh, who so, are these people? Was so, this Michael? No, no, it wasn't Michael. It was. Um, Fee Silk, who has been brilliant <laughs> during this process, um, oh, you know, she's Fee's another one of those do-gooders. Do-gooders, she's a do-gooder. She doesn't belong. She doesn't belong. Yeah. She's no, too good. She, no, yeah. she's been Not she's been absolutely group. absolutely brilliant. And um, she said that you had a little glint in your eye that you uh, you might not want me to to succeed at this. And so I thought, oh, okay, that's interesting. That's interesting. So she helped me like through like do a little bit of you know sort of give some advice on uh, how to do things like so I've done I've done a, I, I started going bouldering which actually was really really wow. helpful um yeah to um just like improve grip strength and actually not just give like strength on the walls and stuff um which yeah. you know yeah. I've never been good at if you've tried to um well if you've not done like any sort of climbing and stuff before just knowing what your body can do uh, in terms yeah. of you know this thing and that made a big difference because there was, there was a couple of climbing sections on, there's yeah. an extra climbing section, wasn't there, on the on the course? Yeah. But so actually, I, to, be, to be honest, I when I'd said that, I was being honest in my mind that I don't think you need a lot of upper body strength, strength as an obstacle race. Um, it's one of the ones where my memory is all that climbing, like his core and legs, for just climbing in up and down nets the whole time. So I wasn't I, actually. I wasn't trying to scupper you at that stage. I was at other times. No, <laughs> no, no I imagine. So tell us about Michael then. So, yeah, what so, really happened there? So um, we decided to um, do a like a training session on the course like back in November, um, <laughs> and that was like the first time first time we went out to to have a look at it. And the thing is, we only like did an area sort of like just around the sort of the technical area and yeah. um, the rope traverse and 
yeah so that like there's not a huge amount of it that you could you can actually do is there um yeah back then yeah. Um, and like run through the lake and stuff like that and like the, yeah the water was much much lower then um than it is now um but that sort of gave it like an indication of you know what the sort of the technicality of some of the stuff in many senses it gave almost a um a false impression of of what the course is like because those bits are quite technical um and actually that the, the the course isn't like that really is it you know the course is mainly about getting in the trench getting out of trench getting in the trench getting out of trench and just doing that again and again and again and but even if i'd know you know even if i'd done that then how would i've practiced for that how would i've known how would I, you know what could i've done to do anything different apart from set up some trenches in my garden and just go in and out of it for four hours there's no there's just no way there's just no real way of, of preparing for it so but that was good it was just like the confidence of, of of knowing what to expect and that's from like very early stage like there's i'm going to try and improve my upper body strength to be able to do uh like the um like monkey bars and the what's it called the rings um yeah. and yeah no way so I've been trying, like I've been trying to work on like upper body strength and stuff like that, and it's just there was no no way like in that short space of time that I was going to improve it enough to. But actually, in, the, in those that. areas, you, you took so much time out of people because oh. when you came through the first lap, you're probably five ten minutes ahead of uh, Russell Banks because he'd queued to do the monkey bars and he'd queued to do the rings, and because you just instantly picked up yeah. a piece of wood and did the penalty lap. You were flying through. You were so hot, so far ahead of people. Uh, I mean, you were kind of five, ten minutes up on Andy Parry as well. Yeah. So that was yeah. I mean, like in that area, the um, that was that was shorter than we thought. So that, it, we, we we gained time in some areas and lost it in others. Like all the time yeah. we gained there, we then lost going up those tires. Yeah, that's that's only a first lap thing. I think you know you should never you should never ever gain time by doing a penalty loop, but. Just the nature, again, This I've, I've gone on about it before, I just don't think that the nutcracker section is appropriate on that course. And the nature of it and where it appears, on your first lap of a four lap, it's always going to be congested. And, and I think that's just another reason not to have it. But anyway, I um, it's... Uh, it's uh, yeah, that wouldn't have happened on the second lap because when you came through the second lap, you wouldn't yeah. there wouldn't have been people on the monkey bars, so the person doing the monkey bars would have been a downside quicker than you. Yeah, no, no, exactly. And I think, you know, I could probably make up time for that. But the, the problem is, because we did that in November, we were looking at that, I was thinking, actually, I need to work on that. And that was probably a mistake, um, thinking that I need to work on that. It, I should, you know, I should have worked on something else. Because I think I was... See, yeah. see, I told you, you didn't need to work on the upper body. <laughs> no, That's no, what you're I right. Oh, but, then, but then come the, um, uh, the what's it, the, uh, the Monty's Revenge thing. That's that's what let you down, wasn't it? It was your upper body, you know, getting up on those uh, over the bars. It was your upper body that that wasn't working then. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I just the the um, I don't know. I, the thing is, I I'd done those before and everything, and they they felt absolutely fine. It just yeah, it was just kept going. But that that yeah, that, on that third lap, just completely uh, completely failed me. I think there's gonna be there's gonna be an easier technique. I like like the way that like Tom Nash does them, just like bouncing over them. I think I think that's more energetic. The way that you were doing it, I think, is the right way. But just it's that course. Just it, it's not it's not your upper body. It's not your lower body. It's every single part of you is just being whittled down. Yeah. And you've been whittled down so far that that's perfectly simple way of getting over there, which is basically to get up and sit on it and then move your legs over. It just become you just can't 
can't manage your body weight anymore. Well, that's the thing. I think like getting my you know the key with that is to get my body weight down for next time. That's that's got to be like the thing to do. Um, yeah. And so you know that like uh, you know improve strength and reduce body weight. I just need to have a better uh, strength to weight ratio. That's that's really it. There's no. I think that's huge in obstacle racing. Actually, strength to weight ratio is 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 so huge. Yeah. Yeah. yeah not so yeah. not so important in ultra marathon running. No. <laughs> <laughs> but I did find it. I did I did love the fact that after after a lap and a half, we suddenly found Andy Parry and the man who, in some ways, inspired the fact you're doing this four laps, pulled out after one lap. <laughs> did he? Yeah. Well, he's allowed he was, to, though, isn't he? Yeah. Not defending with every, not defending the big wuss, but but you know he uh, he's allowed to. He's you know he could do it. And, and actually, the, so part of the reason why I, part of me didn't want you to succeed wasn't because I didn't want you, you as a person to succeed, but it was almost a test of obstacle racing versus ultra running. And I felt that, um, you know, if you could just turn up and do winter nuts straight off, that is, uh, I don't think it sets the bar high enough for how hard it is. Yeah, no, I, I know what you mean by that because I yeah, but that's the thing is you, I mean you keep asking me the, the like the oddest question on the planet, which is, is this well how does this compare to the hardest race you've done? Because you can't you can't compare the two things. And if I said mm. to you, this is not harder than an ultra, then it's slightly disrespecting it, um, because it's it's something that's completely different and it's dis- and it's sort of disrespectful to to OCR runners, um, because it's not. In many senses, it's not. It's, it's nowhere near as hard as the hardest ultra I've done. But then it's not. The, it's just not the same. It's a t- it, you know you, you can't really compare the two. But it is. But it is yeah. really hard. Um, and so I don't know. I don't. I, I, I. It's just. It's an odd comparison to make. And my like. I never sort of intended to show that you know ultra running or something was was like better than OCR. I knew it was going to be difficult. Um, but yeah, and I just know. I just the thing is now. I now I have like a greater uh, understanding. I, I I just did the stupidest thing of making this my first OCR. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was it really. That was gonna that was gonna be the thing. You know how you know making like winter nuts your first OCR is 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 a ridiculous thing to do. And it's pretty unique. In there aren't many other races like it. Um, you don't tend to get slog fests as OCR races, especially not that long do you know but the thing is i, I like this there's something i like about this because it's, it's so grounded in like the army and military and stuff that mm. it is it's like it's a proper um like a proper experience like you know there's I, I don't imagine that you know if you went to like the royal marines like training course in like limpson or something that it's going to be that much different from it because it is just yeah. like one thing after another can you explain something to me though what was the point of the bloke shooting at you? I don't. I, that was like the <laughs> oddest thing. What was the point of that? <laughs> it was, like, it um, was like, like total uh, like bemusement. Stuff, but, um, yeah, he's kind of a, a new addition. He came along with. Um, I think it was a real gun, wasn't it? With with um, with blanks in. Was he meant to have that gun? No. Was he even working for nuts? Because. <laughs> <laughs> In the past, they've always had the flashbangs when you go into the little buildings, which is quite fun. Because if you're not expecting it and there's suddenly an explosion in the room you're in, um, it does, you know, you do jump. But then he pulled out the gun and 
I said, well, do you want to, can you shoot our friend with it? <laughs> <laughs> and he was so delighted to, wasn't he? Was he? he? Yeah, I was. thought, I thought, because another new thing was the, was the guy with the paintball, wasn't it? Um, oh, and yeah. I thought you were going to go along to him and go, just shoot his ass. Go on, <laughs> just one shot on his ass as he's going through. I thought that you, you were going to say, if I was going to get to that point and you were going to be standing there, I knew it was exactly how I was going to hide behind someone as we were going through. So I thought that was going to happen. <laughs> no, we thought that would be a bit too cruel, thankfully. Yeah. So, like, but, um, so did you, um, do you think that you have um, any kind of newfound respect, uh, respect for obstacle racers? Um, well, I, I didn't have disrespect for it. <laughs> I think the suggestion was that I had some sort, of, but um, I to do four laps of that is is uh, is impressive, um, and it's just I, you know I, it's just it's one of those things that you just can't prepare for. I you know I thought you could prepare in terms of um, sort of slogging it out, but when I the, the big mistake I made with that was the fact that not knowing that there was a cutoff. I don't know how. I don't know how that sort of. So you really didn't know that. I, I thought. Really I thought you were just I really joking didn't again. know that. I really didn't know that. I okay. thought you, you know it just takes as long as it takes. Mm. Um, and then when I found out about that, what well, must have been what, like a, a month ago or something, I was mm. like, oh, there we go. That cha- that sort of changes everything. So yeah, I really mm. didn't know about that. Um, mm. Because I've never, I've never like missed a cutoff in a race before. Um, mm. I mean, I came really close at like various points and stuff like that. So. There's a new first um, for me. I mean, you can see why though. It it'd just be dangerous if people. No, no, no. I know it's completely understandable. Yeah, it's completely yeah. understandable. But I just I wasn't. I just didn't. I didn't realise it of all the you know, for all the discussion we'd had about it. Um, and actually, that that's the thing that that impressed me. Even on your third lap, you were you were tearing through the pack relatively. You know, there are a lot of people there on their first lap, and you were. Getting, working your way through them all. It's really funny you say that because it felt like everybody was going faster than me. It felt like everybody was like, oh, I thought, yeah, I, I don't know, just felt like everyone was going like much, much quicker than me, which I suppose you know I mean, they would be if they're if they're like first or second lap. But the, the fact you were being held up at obstacles uh, shows that you were going faster than them because it was there weren't enough people there for there to be actual queues on the second lap or or the third lap at all or for any obstacle. But it was because you were constantly trying to weave your way through little groups. Yeah. Yeah, it's really good. The other thing that surprised me was the amount of obstacles that fell apart by the end. <laughs> <laughs> like that. So there was one, I think um, Nancy's, uh, Nancy Little posted it in, the, like in, the, in that technical area. There, uh, there's that log thing that, uh, what's it called, with the tyres on that snapped in half. And um, you know where the, where the tyres are that you climb up? Um, yeah. I, in this, on the third lap, I went up that, and that was a mistake because all the tires had, would like moved out of place, and it felt so dangerous. It's like you know you can just put your hands in and pull yourself up. There were, yeah. The tires were all over the place. I was just thinking, like it was just it was really, really like really dodgy. Well, that I mean that is quite a dangerous obstacle actually. Yeah. yeah, there is there's nothing to stop you falling eight meters, other than. They're reliant on the fact you. <laughs> there might be someone up. coming underneath you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I mean that that if you've never done that before, I mean the the first time I went up that, I loved it. I thought that was a really clever obstacle that felt dangerous without necessarily being yeah, dangerous. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Um, which is what you want, actually. You want people to get that rush while they're still perfectly safe. 
Uh, or or not, as the case may be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just like the way and that so, it, what the course degrades as as you do. Uh, the, the same thing. <laughs> Unfortunately, that bloody Monty's like revenge thing doesn't degrade at the same thing. That's that stands solid, but um, yeah, that's what I built. So, are you gonna? Have you now got an interest in obstacle racing in general? Would you say? Uh, no. No. Okay. I'll do. I'll do. Um, I might do um, summer nuts in order yeah. to go around the course again, and then I'll do nut, uh, winter nuts next year. But yeah, mm. I'm not sure. I'm, apparently, like obstacle course racing is a lot of fun. <laughs> I did have. Yeah. I had fun. It was. You should, it, you should come and do a fun one, Jody. Come and do a fun one with us, just so you can see that it's not all brutal and horrible. Yeah, some of like the dirty weekend you'd love. Yeah. That's pure atmosphere the whole way around. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, maybe, maybe I'll do something like that. Um, but yeah, it was. Uh, it was. And emotional. how was Libby? How did Libby react when you you told her and you saw her and you came back? Um, well, she was obviously disappointed for me, and she knew how disappointed I was. But she was like really good, as you as you expect. Um, she didn't make the point. If she was there, it wouldn't have happened. Um, <laughs> as in, you'd have made the cut. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. But um, but yeah, good. So um, yeah. So I yeah, I uh, I'm I am really disappointed um, with with how I did. But um, but everyone's been really nice. Everyone's been really uh, really positive in the group and everything. And so uh, thank you, do badders. I love you all. Yeah, yeah we're, we're really fun. disappointed in you too. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I mean, I felt so bad afterwards, and um, the fact it was safe, I could see you could see in your eyes how how dis- well, just upset you were about the whole situation. <laughs> so I'm so glad I haven't had to sit all day editing. Us oh yeah, it's shouting a- at you. <laughs> Honestly, it's been an emotional day. But okay. I think, yeah. But mate, well done. As incredible, and the way you pulled it out the bag at the end as well. Um, yeah, I, I didn't think you had anything left actually, um, I, and I, I I would have been quite interested to see how how you'd have coped on that fourth lap if you'd have just carried on in exactly the same way, or because you just seem to go into a place that I've not seen you in before. I think I think it's a, it's it's a glory lap, and and it's just it, the, the fourth lap just I think just becomes a plod. You don't you've got nothing to prove. All you got to do is just get through it, and and that's you know seeing Lee because I caught up with Lee in the technical section, I think is when I caught up with him and I just walked the rest of the, the, the way with him. And he was just like happy as Larry, just kind of wandering yeah. along. Like he, he wasn't jogging at all. Like you guys were the whole time. I think you'd have just, you, you'd have plotted that out fine. Yeah. You, you'd have been a better stay in lap four than lap three. Yeah, no, absolutely. No, that was the intention. Just like push as hard as you can yeah. to get to lap four and then just take as long as, as long as it needs to, it needs to take, um, to do it. Cause yeah, we just fit- grab, grab a load of food and then just, you know, walked. Fair play to Lee. You know he's qualified for the World Championships. I know that's incredible. <laughs> Amazing. Do you think he'll go? Um, oh, it's Lee. He's bound to go. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's true. If it's, oh yeah. wow. He's he's going to be a, a good addition to the uh, the ACR World Champs. <laughs> I'm not sure how the Americans will take him. <laughs> but the thing is, if you're keeping up with Lee. 
he's so fit at the moment. Yeah, absolutely, the num- absolutely. The number I, I, of miles I, he's doing. I properly felt like I was holding him back on so much of that. I mean, he was he's so much fitter than me at the moment, um, and it felt really. Um, yeah, he could he, he could have like smashed through that much much quicker than you know he'd have he'd have done that you know well 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 under under the thing. But you know he was uh, he was he was amazing and Jenny as well. Jenny was amazing because you know yeah. she was because um, you asked me oh have you purposely let the, left the girls? But she she can catch up with us, so she took like a little bit longer on certain things and then then caught up and it was all sort of like part of the strategy. But she was amazing um, and I think she might be back to to uh, to do f- uh, four laps. Next year as well. She was only meant to do two, wasn't she? But she carried yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. And then she's going to go. She's going to go to uh, Egypt today to uh, start like a diving course or something to do a diving teaching or whatever. But, so her uh, legs will be looking lovely and yeah, that's it. No, <laughs> absolutely shredded and bruised. And, <laughs> and and is your body is it worse than it's been after any ultra in terms of? I mean, have you seen cuts and bruises everywhere? Or yeah, I've got I've got like cuts and yeah, my uh, like I said the. Um, the shin guards that uh, I borrowed from Michael um, kept falling down, so I was like basically carrying these cups of mud around with me. So my like my, my legs have got cut up and stuff, but generally I, I feel fine, which shows you know that I haven't I haven't pushed my body hard enough really um, by the fact that I can I can move pretty well today. But um, yeah. but it's ha- actually quite impressive. You've obviously got impressive recovery because I think I yeah. felt like absolute death the day after nuts. Really? Yeah. Yeah, so uh, yeah, it's good. It's impressive. Recover, yeah. I just, I could have gone on another lap. I really could have done. I just, I, I should have just pushed it harder. That's the, <laughs> that's the problem. Um, well, it's good to have, but those uh, bugs and those monkeys on your back, so it drives you to train harder and gives you a target for next year. Yeah, yeah. So how? So okay. So this is a question. Um, how would you train? for it next year what would you what would you suggest to do in order to um like dramatically improve my performance uh, well i i are you asking me or david uh, well i what i would do is um i think strength to weight ratio is really big yeah um huge. so so yeah um uh weight down general strength up and and it, i just think body weight stuff is really great you know just do loads of press-ups i know you hate sit-ups but whatever it is that you do to strengthen your core yeah. you know whether it be doing yoga and stuff like that i don't know but just like you know and you know i am actually not sponsored by bmf but i would say bmf <laughs> is brilliant yeah. it's absolutely brilliant because it, it it gets every single part of your body going and um and it's um you know it's, it's it's getting every muscle going and it's I actually think that's brilliant preparation for OCR. Um, oh, so, so, this, yeah, yeah. So, so this is the other bit I, did, I haven't told you. Okay, so as trying to come up with um, ways of improving like upper body strength and everything, but without like asking anyone. So one of the things I um, I started doing was CrossFit because I haven't got a BMF round here. No and the only way. thing they had was like CrossFit. The, the and dark it, side. No, I say that, but I, <laughs> I, went, I went there in the first place because I was writing something for a client and they were a CrossFit client. So I, and I had no idea what cross, really what you do in a CrossFit class. So I went to the CrossFit yeah. and I started doing, I was thinking, hey, this is good. So, you know, we do pull-ups and like all this like body weight stuff and everything. So after a while, I get sort of, you know, sort of like addicted to it. So I'm like going like three times a week you know, early morning type thing, brilliant. It occurs to me after about, like, three months or so 
that actually none of this is helpful in any way. That I'm like I'm learning how to do like handstands and all sorts of stuff, and it worked out that actually none of this had the application. And then they start doing like some running sections um, and everything, and everyone is terrible at running. So it's like right, so I'm working like the wrong type of endurance here. I can do like for four, you know, four or five minute like sort of like weightlifting type things. Brilliant, absolutely brilliant. But anything over that period, absolutely useless. So, like uh, when it got to when it got to the point where I realised that um, there was like a cut off and stuff. I I have a friend who um, her name's uh, Tony Summerford. She's a PT, and um, she uh, Evolve Fitness. I said I'd mention it because she's amazing. I didn't get this for free either. Not one of your dodgy freebies. <laughs> but she uh, she done like um um like fitness uh what's it called OCR stuff and things before. Yeah. And then she she basically was giving me like BMF style workouts where you do like for an hour of like constant um like you know full body exercise stuff. And I think that massively helped, but I should have been doing mm. that for a lot longer. Cuz yeah, like you say yeah. BMF would have been perfect for that. Yeah. If you know, if I'd have done that been doing that like five times a week or something for for the months leading up, but we just don't we don't have one around here. Especially yeah. if you do a BMF class at the end of a run. So I'd often on my Wednesdays yeah. run 12 miles to BMF and then do the BMF class. And that's exactly like nuts where you're already knackered yeah. and you haven't got any energy and you can't be asked of it. And you then start all the exercises. Yeah, no, yeah that's it. I, that's, that's probably exactly the sort of thing that you need to do. It's just that it's that sort of, in, I don't even know what the type of, infer- it's like sort of endurance body weight fitness are you know that you just go on for hours and hours and there are there are definitely a couple of obstacles that if you just improve your technique slightly i mean that when you did your penultimate lap and you had to carry the tire um that's where russell russell banks yeah like russell get on that rope you'll catch him and he probably took three minutes out of you in that yeah. one yeah. short rope section and so if you learn how to do that that's 10 minutes you've saved right there and you're resting to a certain extent while you're on the road. It's not too taxing if you're going over the top of it. No, no, absolutely, yeah, something like that. And also, um, being a little bit quicker means that you can probably put a little bit more food in you um, at each mm. transition. Um, yeah. Which I, I mean, like, you, you actually didn't struggle with the cold at all, but I would say to a lot yeah. of people, don't hang around in the transition too much because you're, you're, you're just, your body temperature's dropped. I mean, you found out at the end. Actually, that's something we're talking about. Is how, yeah. is oh, the, yeah. I'll come back onto that. But, um, but yeah, I think a lot of the time you kind of want to eat and get out of transition as soon as possible. But you, you were way too to the extreme. You just kind of like had a little sip of water and carried yeah. on. You didn't drink enough. You didn't eat enough, I, in my opinion. Yeah. But yeah, the number one rule of obstacle racing, as soon as you finish, is like get wet clothes off and get dry clothes back on again. And so, um, so yeah, so there we are. Two things, two things that um, uh, characterise uh, obstacle race as I've seen it. One, the dry robe army. Oh my yeah. god, it is like it. Literally, if you haven't got one, you're like some sort of like pariah. It is just yeah. incredible. And secondly, everybody afterwards is just like this. <laughs> just everyone's freezing everyone just like standing around like this yeah god yeah getting getting like all that stuff off um that quickly was and they always have a bar there and no one can face having anything that's you know, other than a cup of tea no but can you um yeah can can you see from your experience there why things like mudsicle um are so good because you turn up to races like that where you need to 
unload at the end you need to tell people about your stories you need to share that experience no no absolutely absolutely no no i just like the uh, like the community stuff thing is like yeah sort of like blew me away and everything um and uh yeah i just like just meeting actually so many of the uh, people like, in in like both the groups and stuff for the first time and yeah. uh and seeing andy parry's little face Abusing is that you. the first time you met him in the flesh? Trolling you? No, no, it isn't. I no, I met him the uh, first time at Beerathon. Oh, of course, yeah, yeah. 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 But yeah, to have him to and have, Medoc as well. Were you a Medoc? No, uh, no, not when not when he did it. But okay. to have him to have him stood there, um, you know, um, uh, flipping you the bird from the as you're, as you're running past is uh, it's, it's it's a wonderful experience. Um, you know. When you're, <laughs> It's an honour in some ways. It's an honour, it? yeah. I feel, yeah, it feels like well, you, know, you we, feel special in some way. I th- it feels like you almost need to pass the baton on to someone else now. So it's Andy did it, then he's passed it on to you. Is this a Josh Stevens special next year? <laughs> <laughs> um, what? How? So, so explain to me, like, how did the OCR World Championship rankings work? So, in terms of like age group, what was? It, so, are you? If you were like say fifteenth in your age group, is that when you got in, or was it fifteenth? How how did that work? Because it was fifteenth. Uh, well, it was fifteenth, wasn't it? That the yeah. the ranking was. So if you were fifteenth in your Something age like group, that. I was sixteenth yeah. in my age group. Oh, you! But you're also a DNF. I was. Oh, oh, so that's classed as DNF, is it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Actually, part of the reason why they list everyone now, I think if they are listing that in the in the results, is partly because um, we we asked them to a couple of years back because of the league, because um, we do give people points if they don't complete all their laps for their league point of view, um, but they just can't get bonus points. So if you do get through the, the four laps, you get a large amount of bonus points. Oh, okay. Um, but then the rest of it is treated as an endurance event. So you have all of the four lappers and then all of the people who only got through three laps and two laps and one laps kind of stacked below them. Um, so, yeah, you probably aren't... I don't think anyone's listed as DNF like they were, used to be. Right. Um, so you can't, like... But turn, you, still you... Would, you still would officially be a DNF if you didn't um, complete those from... I, I would have thought from a world championship point of view. Yeah. Well, I, well strategically... I, yeah, well, I am a DNF, though, aren't I? So, yeah. But strategically, if you wanted to qualify... Turning up to nuts and doing the three laps is the way to go because the obstacle racers who are hardened, experienced, they nearly all go to the four laps because that's the big one to go for. And so you, you don't tend to get as many people doing three lappers unless they're people that don't feel confident enough to do four laps. So um, there aren't there are few enough people that you can, um, if you finish, you'll probably qualify for the worlds. Oh, okay, okay. I, I, that's what I was wondering why people do it. I just I can't understand why people do three laps and not four. That's what. But if you have to specify, so you couldn't just turn up and say and do three laps and then decide to do four, could you? No, no, you no, can't. No, no. Oh, okay. No, no, no. You have to. Yeah, you have yeah. to specify in advance. Um, and, and some people just see it as a stepping stone. You know, they start at one, go to two, go to three, go to four. Um, yeah. But. Yeah. Well, I think that we've uh, we've exhausted nuts over our three <laughs> so, episodes. Exhausted nuts, yeah, no, that's it. It's not, what else to say about nuts, it? Yeah. So, so yeah. Who, who's the thing we need to talk about now is what's Pete Pete's carrying in his because um, MDS is next, isn't it? That's the next big event coming up. 
So what are you carrying for the extra kilo in your bag? Um, a lot of love. Uh, <laughs> I think so many people said their favourite part of the last episode was <laughs> was you getting incredulous about that. <laughs> so <laughs> don't worry. Don't worry. I'm going to cut. I'm going to cut, cut this out. I'm going to cut this out. That's good. So, yeah, <laughs> I'm not going to. You're still editing that video. I'm going to definitely cut this out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's got a lot more he can harm you yeah, with. Exactly. I will not. I will not upload it until you've. you've <laughs> yeah. yeah. Is there anything else to, you think is worth going over for nuts? Would you do four laps if you went in the summertime? Is that what you're planning to do? Four laps in the summertime and then coming back and doing four laps in the winter? No, no. I thought what I'd do is because um, Libby wants to do like a mud run type thing and uh oh, cool. I, said that, I said that nuts would well, i don't know any others so i said nuts would be a good thing to do and i could do like the first lap with her and then mm. i just like knock about the course just practicing all the stuff that um that i just want to practice it's a really good idea in order yeah. to just you know just just do as many as i i want to do without really caring about the cut and yeah. stuff just I, I just don't know how else to to practice for it apart from like maybe do more like you say bmf style um stuff it's it's not it's because it's not technical it's not a technical course even the technical section apart from the nutcracker isn't that technical it's just it's just all round fitness and all round endurance it's just all it is i don't think you really can train specifically for it other than being mentally and physically as tough as you possibly can be um yeah. 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 The, th- the problem is this is like almost like consumed like my thoughts and stuff. And now I've got, um, I've got Brighton Marathon in a month, <laughs> which I'm woefully underprepared. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Never mind. Oh, it's a change of focus is often good. Yeah. No. It will, it will help you get over nuts quicker. No, I don't think I'm ever going to get over nuts. Mm. Well, the road races seem so boring now. Pardon? Your, your, uh, road races are just going to seem so boring now. This is how it starts, Jody. You're you're trying to fight it, but this is how we get people in. Oh, do you think so? Do you first think I'm going to I'm going to come back for more? Really nice to you on the first race, and then before you know it, you're addicted and you're one of us, and that's it. You're an obstacle racer for life. I can feel it. Yeah. My experience of obstacle ra- course racing so far is DNFing and having a load of abuse shouted at me the whole way round. So I'm not, I'm not sure that's most people's uh, experience of obstacle course racing. Or You'd whether... be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> that was my first, uh, my first league event. And I think it started with a DNF and a lot of abuse. <laughs> <laughs> Did it really? Yeah, yeah. Isn't it, isn't, it my, first... is, isn't it my turn to set a challenge now for you, David? Yeah. Absolutely. Have you got something in mind? No, I don't have anything in mind. I think I think there might be. Um, I think we can have suggestions in the group actually as to as to what what you could do. Well, I've been part of Claire as well. We've both been considering a hundred miler, trying to do one of those. Never done it before. And well, that's a reversal, really, isn't it? If you you're doing obstacle racing and I'm doing hundred milers. Yeah. It's going to take me a long time to get fit enough and to, well, to be yeah, injured. No, you're it. a runner. That's not, no. You're a runner and then you're doing a running thing. You <laughs> yeah. need to do a CrossFit competition. CrossFit. You need to do a CrossFit oh, my God. oh, my God. <laughs> that would be amazing. Would I be able to do the first bit? <laughs> I tell you what, 
there's some of the stuff you have to do in CrossFit is just ridiculous. I mean, like you spend ages like trying to do handstands and everything. It's, and, the, and the other stuff. I mean, I, the thing is, I've been injured th- more in doing like a few months of CrossFit than I've done in any amount of running. I've had like put like like my back out so many times. I've, this like my shoulders and all like this whole like sort of shoulder joint and everything. I've hurt in so many different ways. Um, it's just that's been what I've heard about CrossFit. As it's well. just it's just it is basically an injury filled. Um, merchandise fest like everyone wears <laughs> crossfit stuff all the time i'm like i am never gonna ever buy any crossfit stuff and, you and pay, is it and you pay so much money to essentially go to like an empty gym so there's like nothing in the gym it's just like a few bars and stuff and then someone writes something <laughs> on a whiteboard and then you've got to do it <laughs> it's and big... is it more of a cult than acr do you think oh it's really cultish it's really cultish it's just, and I thing is, even after like a few months, I have no idea what anyone's talking about. They're like, oh, do a hang pull like thing. And I'm like, you're going to have to show me what that is again. I have no idea what you're talking about. Because it's all, it's a combination of gymnastics and um, Olympic lifting. And okay. so, and, I, and the other thing is, like when we do all the weights, I can't, I can't count the weights. I can never, I never know how much they say. I like shout out what weights you've done. I'm like, so that's a 10. That's a 10. How much does the bar weigh again? And they're like, fuck hell. I think they just want me to leave because I'm so rubbish at it. So <laughs> are they, are you... they all very serious? The way, the way, or do they just kind of have a laugh and joke around? Is it like obstacle racing or are they all like a bit more like triathlon? Um, they are, um, they're pretty sick. Well, I, I go really early. I go at 6.30 in the morning. Um, so... They're, they're normally pretty quiet at that time, but there's only there's only a few of us at the early that time in the morning. Um, I'm definitely the funniest person there. Um, <laughs> Is that why you like it so much? Yeah, you finally <laughs> feel like the big fish. <laughs> I don't know about that. They just like the thing is when you you realise that actually like the one thing that's made me re- about this made me realise is that how how bad my upper body is because um, one of the other things I tried to do was improve my flexibility because I thought that would that would really help as well and yeah. so um, but my like all of my like shoulder joints and stuff are just and, and it actually made me realize that you know that like my seating position and things like that have um, you know like need to be like massively improved and so I've been doing like more stretch and stuff like that um, which actually so so as a result of this whole nuts thing I've there's a lot of like changes I've made to like my my body and stuff like that, um, which has been a, like a generally positive thing. And I've got to sample CrossFit as well. And so, how just how long have you been training for? Um, so I would yeah, well, like specific nut stuff. So like I said, I only had a couple of sessions with Michael. Um, I've been doing CrossFit for a few months. I had. Um, about um, five, <laughs> I had about five five sessions. But, but the main thing that I haven't been able to do, which was, is really running, because I've yeah. just there's, there's periods when I've just been like ill for again and again. And it wasn't until probably about a month ago when I started yeah. like taking taking echinacea, which I thought was a load of rubbish, but actually has kept me like well for the longest period of time. Um, that I've been actually be able to do more running. Um, and it, actually, what I should have done is I should have been running the whole time over winter because um, that I think that would have been like the main main difference in order to like keep my body weight down 
So we were saying we knew you were going to be training, but then for some reason I just didn't think you had been, even though I knew you would be. <laughs> and then I was like, I don't know, I just think he's just been a bit ill and you, you played it well, sir. Played I had, it well. No, the thing is, when, on the podcast, when I say I've been ill, I really have been ill. I, I'm, yeah. I'm just like when, you have, like when you have small children, like being ill is the norm. Uh, with with yeah. like brief pockets of, um, of of wellness in between, and it has been like massively frustrating because I have I just because I've got I've got other thing you know I've got other races and stuff later in the year, and I'm I'm just yeah. not even close to being in the right position for those, um, which is why I then decided to like get some like sort of like PT sessions um, in order to try and you know bring me up to uh, you know to, to condition get myself conditioned better, but. Um, but yeah, the um, it's just it's a really when you don't have like any like support or advice, it's really difficult to know how to train for for something like nuts because yeah. having a, having like a, a sort of experience in um, obstacle course racing, yeah, it's just like it's just yeah, that's massively useful. I imagine going into here's the key. Don't do nuts as your first obstacle course race. I think. No, don't do four wa- laps of winter nuts. Something like that, maybe. Yeah. Race. There's, yeah. There's a difference. I'm not sure. I think that one lap in the summertime is a really fun race. It's like, I'd advise anyone to go there first time. It's brilliant. And it's, it is like they do kind of suffer a little bit from everyone thinking, from having like, a, oh, nuts, it's so, so hard, so difficult. Um, and they, they suffer for that, actually. You kind of have to keep reminding people that actually it's a really fun race too people are so happy on one lap in the summer are they really yeah, mm. yeah. everyone was really happy you... afterwards that, that, that little like event village thing everyone was really happy in there i mean they were shivering like anything um <laughs> like people were like going hypothermic in there but everyone was really i think they were happy they were sort of smiling as the teeth were chattering <laughs> <laughs> and also the course itself there are parts of, of nuts where the bank has been worn down just through numbers of people that have slid down something or stepped <laughs> down something. And I, I can't think of anything else on earth that is yeah. like that. Oh yeah. No, what those like massive grooves of, uh, of yeah. like, where people have like slid down and stuff. Yeah. No, it's like, it's, a, co- it's a course that's shaped by like the people on it. It's, it's yeah. incredible. Do you know what? I probably, I've got, I haven't got GoPro footage of the first year, but certainly from the second year onwards, I've got GoPro footage of um, of those banks. I should do like a a bit of an edit, like yeah. year on yeah. from, from summer to winter, summer to winter, summer to winter. How those banks have evolved. The, yeah. um, the 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 thing that I really noticed, where I've and this is this is this is how good your videos are. The amount of like musical videos I've watched has, has been a lot. So I, but even like between two thousand and fourteen, um, like up to this point. You see, like you know, the elites like um, running. It's this is like footage of uh, like James Appleton like um, running, and they come to that bit where you know, with the um, you slide down the pole and then you jump over and you do the rope swing stuff, and like they're jumping over those you know those like ditches and stuff as though they're like they're nothing at all, and now they're they're just far too wide to you know for people Whoa. to come across. Wait till you see the footage, which is actually already live by people. Time people are listening to this, um, but yeah, the foot you need to see the footage of the Saturday um, because we had this one lap race um, and and we filmed the whole thing. So uh, it was uh, Ross Brackley followed by Jason Brunick, who were leading the guys, um, and um, Andrea who was leading the girls, and uh, and they were jumping those ditches. Were they? Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're totally jumping those ditches. It's pretty incredible. Like, they are such amazing athletes. So it was really awesome seeing that course being raced in the way that they raced it because it was even quicker than what you've seen. You can um, jump those ditches. Yeah, yeah, they jumped all of those ditches through that section. Coming into where the where the um, the tire wall was, yeah. So actually, there's there is one on Facebook you can see now. Like I did a very quick um, video on Saturday evening, um, and it's got it's got um, me kind of looking through the the tire wall and Brunnick kind of jumping across the ditch to the tire wall, and he makes that jump. It's a big jump, but yeah. Oh wow, they're proper athletes, <laughs> those guys. Yeah, that's why I'm no longer involved. <laughs> that's <all> good. <laughs> I'm getting back to running. <laughs> No, but that's the thing. You, you know, um, you you think okay, you know, if you wanted to, if you want to do that as well, you can work on like building up that sort of athleticism. But the problem, the problem is, I've you know, I've been working on trying to build like upper body and stuff like that. But it takes away so much from from doing other stuff. I find you know, there were there was there were some points when I was trying to fit in a run and um, like doing stretching and stuff, and then also like go to CrossFit, and I was like, I just I haven't got. I just haven't got the time to do it. I like, you know, a, a professional athlete has has the time yeah. to be able to fit all those things in. So it's just it's if about you, picking. If you had that kind of time, you'd be a triathlete, right? Never. No. <laughs> See, the good thing about this, the good thing about this is that I get to do. Um, I have to do winter nuts next year, which means that's my challenge for next year. Because I was thinking, if I'd have done winter nuts, the next thing that someone will challenge me to is Ironman, and there's no way I'm going to do that because it's just too I easy. I think you could turn up and, and do an Ironman though. I don't think you can do that winter nuts. Really? You think you could turn up and do an Ironman? Oh man, no! An Ironman is horrific. Yeah, but I can't. I can't. I can barely swim, let alone ride a bike. I don't think you can. If you, it you depends. Get the right wetsuit, you float through. <laughs> what? <laughs> All right, David. I think we found your next challenge. <laughs> you I, I don't just, know if I could be asked. You to could do an just Ironman. turn up. What do you mean? Aren't you swimming underwater? Swimming in the channel underwater. <laughs> Which should be should be pretty Which, that's a, pretty difficult that's compared. I no, that's a lot easier because actually swimming underwater is all about oxygen consumption, and so you can't. It's it's about relaxing and getting a good stroke rather than <laughs> real intense effort. Because if you if you work too hard, you just burn through all your oxygen. Whereas the swim, actually, to the Ironman, the swim, yeah, that's tough, definitely, but. You can get through that. I think the rest should be fine. Especially, I mean, cycling is essentially just moving your legs slightly going forward. We should, it's, it's not. We should do. No one near as hard as as running. We should do a Rob Young, a Rob Young uh, uh, tri- uh, Ironman. So like uh, motorboat for what's it called? Three miles. <laughs> <laughs> An RV. A scooter. A, a scooter. <laughs> Well, we, I don't think we've mentioned it on the podcast that Rob Young's back, have we? Rob Young's back. Oh no! Dun, 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 dun. He's back, ru- back running. Apparently, he's back running. And um, the the number of so he's got a Facebook page called Running Man UK. And if you don't know Rob Young, we've dedicated a fair bit of time to him in the past. He's the the gentleman who has still not admitted that he was driving an RV across America whilst trying to attempt the record for the fastest trans-American <laughs> crossing. But thankfully his sponsors have. <laughs> his sponsors have. So he's just announced he's back running and, oh wow, the abuse he got beneath his... I was feeling a bit sorry for him for a while, actually, just looking at that. And then I thought, no, he's still not admitted to it. 
if, if he's admitted to it, fair enough. Forgive and forget. Oh, Second chances and all of that. But when you say, but the thing is, when you say um, the abuse, this is mainly coming from like the do badders. So the key was to get <laughs> to, to put the abuse on there and then to to um, uh, screenshot it before it got taken down. So Adam Jacobs asking if he's sponsored by Vans and <laughs> Andy Parry saying he's firing up the truck. And somebody said, I'm, I'm back running again. And someone just went, running? Question mark. <laughs> it was very funny. That's the trouble. I mean, it's trolling when it's that funny. is uh, It's hard to take to be annoyed with people when they do that. Funny trolling is always acceptable. I mean, well, I, I should know. <laughs> well... Thanks, well, we probably should wrap up there, but thanks for coming on the show, Pete. Cheers, it's Pete. It's been great You're to get your input, and yeah. uh, we'll, we'll put the videos, the two videos, into the Facebook group so people can get a sense of what right. Nuts looks like when attacked really quickly, and then the saga that is... Are we giving it a name? Jody's Nuts. <laughs> Jody's Nuts. <laughs> yeah. Part yeah. one. I've got to... Um, we've got to find another way to kill Jody, then. To... Uh... To make a, a, this uh, transition of my place into the podcast. Yeah, familiar. absolutely. Yeah. So suggestions on how we can kill JD, please send them in. <laughs> it's not been a typical podcast, this one, in that we, we wanted to really just focus on nuts and to to summarise. So we haven't had the chance to go into a lot of the do better feedback, anything like that, the usual talking crap, how are you at the beginning? We just want to focus on this. So if you do have any letters any feedback any suggestions you can put them in the facebook group you can email us letters at badboyrunning.com yeah just enjoy the facebook group come to facebook and type in bad boy running podcast and we'll add you unless of course you're you've got a vietnamese sounding name in which case we won't add you because you're bound to be a spammer that's that's the worst thing about having a facebook group it makes you racist (laughs) <laughs> exactly, I know. That's the thing it does. It makes you prejudiced, racist, just complete <laughs> generalizations about sections of society. And so you look at, oh, someone's wants to be a member of the group. You look at their name and you think, oh, God, they're not going to be with Oh, there's going to be a, there's going to be a pair of tits on that Facebook group within minutes <laughs> of letting that person in, isn't it? <laughs> and that's why we let so many through the filters. <laughs> we might have like a massive, massive following in Chiang Mai or something and not realise. Yeah. <laughs> we just, we that just is like, my worry that... There's a, yeah, there's well, a yeah, big, that... big community out there that we're just ignoring. And that is my worry that so- we're not going to let someone in based on prejudices um at some point and it will happen i'm sure it will happen eventually so um yeah damn you facebook damn you spammers why can't you spam as rob young's group go to rob young (laughs) spam rob young they love that stuff on his group or or um park one discussion group park one discussion group So, um, so Pete, we'll, we'll post it in the group, but if people want to follow more of your footage, um, is Mudsicle Facebook group the best way, or should they kind of sign up to the Mudsicle newsletter? Or... Um, well, like like Mudsicle on Facebook, that's when kind of most of our videos and main content goes through. Um, but all of the chat happens in the group, so go to the Mudsicle group. Kind of similar vibes, bad boy running, but all about obstacle racing. Um, and... Uh, yeah, and, it, and if people are on the site, oh, we'll sign up for the email newsletter as well. You can do that by going on the site. But yeah, 
And if people have been inspired by listening to JD's horrific tales of, of nuts, what would you recommend as the next race for people to potentially put in their calendar? Um, uh, it depends what they want to do. Um, I, oh, there's so many I really, really like. I, you know, we've talked about Dirty Weekend loads. I know you'll always carry on talking about that. Um, I think the toughest is really great. They're coming over and um, doing something in Pipping Third. And Nuclear Races, actually, yeah, if you like nuts, go to Nuclear Races. It's kind of similar in that it's got worn in terrain. Um, it's a permanent site. But they're different in that they've got a lot of technical obstacles and a lot of big build obstacles, um, more so than nuts. It's a different experience, but loads of similarities in terms of the fun and, and value for money wise. Um, you get a lot there. So, uh, yeah, a few examples, but there's, there's so many great races. Um, just come in and chat on the group. If there's any, if you're in a particular part of the country or if you, um, you've got a particular month that you want to do something, just go in and ask the question in the group and someone will chip in and say, try this. And feel free to troll Andy Parry as much as possible you have to do that when you get into the group if you don't it's like introduce yourself troll Andy Parry next thing yeah and, and it, it also he also um moderates the, the group more than any of us so um if you do yeah if you don't want to piss him off just go in there and spam and it just <laughs> keep him busy <laughs> ruin his weekend yeah <laughs> but don't blame us don't blame us blame no. Rob Young no. <laughs> well thanks for coming on again Pete let's cheers, Pete. cheers ever Oh, thank you for having thank me. It's, um, for, I, I thank just you for filming. Unbelievably honoured. Uh, th- three times in a row. <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, thanks for, thanks for filming Jodie. And, uh, well, doing that for well, yeah, I, say, I haven't straight, seen it yet, is, so maybe yeah. not thanks. Yeah. Oh, you'll we'll love you it. You'll love it. I'm really excited to get it up. And we'll see you next week, guys. Next week, we're going to be talking to Robin McCourt, who is an absolute do bad. He used to represent Britain in the 1500, 800, I believe, and he's since balloons. Um, he loves pizza so much. Literally, he just loves pizza so much. And so he's gone up to, I think it's 16, 17 stones and been set the task of trying to run a sub 16 minute 5k this year. And if he does, all of his friends are going to give him 100 pounds each. So we're going to be talking to him about what it's like to be at the very, very top of world athletics, but also. How he's feeling about having to lose this weight. But uh, yeah, anything else to add, Jodie? Pete? No, don't think so. Bye bye, bye bye, bye bye. Bye bye, bye bye, bye bye. Baby, come back. Bye bye, bye bye, bye bye, bye bye. I must admit I was a clone to be messing around.